0: Hello, and welcome to The Canadian Story, where we discuss what Canada is, what Canada could be, and what Canada should be.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Canadian Story. Today, we are joined by Michaela Emrich. Michaela graduated the University of Guelph. With a degree in commerce, and she is an advocate uh, for fitness and nutrition and concussion awareness. So, Michaela, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank
2: you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And for your listeners, I just I want to paint the picture of this most beautiful <laughs> cavern we're in right
1: now. <laughs> like,
0: yes, cavern are, is a good cavern word. Cavern is the perfect I like that word. word. There's
2: so much character, uh, old stone walls and. It literally feels. I said to Zach when I arrived, like you've walked straight onto this immaculate movie set that's being just placed with all of these very characteristic items and musical instruments. It's so cool. Well, thank you very much. That's <laughs>
1: well. That's this, is, this is uh, this is
0: the uh, what do they call it? The the house that Zach built. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I like it. I
2: like it. I mean, they,
0: they, what did they say? Uh, oh, what was that baseball player the? The, the house that Ruth built. yeah. Yankee, Yankee Stadium is the house that right, Bob right, Ruth built. Right, right.
1: uh, I should wow. know this. Babe,
0: Babe, Ruth. Babe Ruth. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> that was like a collective <laughs> yeah, so clicking in like, memory. Boom. Oh, you
1: you it. It. Yeah. Uh, so, Michaela, uh, welcome to the studio. Welcome Thank to the show. You. Thank um, you. Let's start off the way we start off every episode. Let's Give do it. Give me something you love about our country.
2: What I love about Canada Is the fact that our differences are what make us so strong. I think, I think it's very unique. You don't find, I don't think you can find it anywhere else where the normal is being different.
0: Yeah. And that is, that's very true.
2: Yeah. And that is what unites us all. And I think, I think that ability to belong no matter who you are and just be accepted for that difference. It makes us very culturally diverse, but also so rich because there's, you can experience and understand different flavors, different foods, different musical styles. And it's seen as completely normal. I think for humans to understand one another in that way is a really powerful thing.
0: Yeah. We share, like we share foods like all the time. We've talked about this with Senator Leo, like you have... You know, Indian on Ramadan, but sometimes I just go for Indian because I want to. I don't have to have it on Ramadan. <laughs> there's, Indian, there's great Indian places all over this entire, like, the great food in Red Deer, Alberta. We have great Indian food. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, like true. What's, that, it's very That's not common, like, for a little town of 100,000 people in, like, the middle of the prairies to have great Indian food.
2: Yeah. Well, there's, I think you can just enjoy things for the sake of enjoying yeah, them. Exactly. And take so much, like, you can just be in so much wonder of all of those differences.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love because we are so open to immigration and we bring so many awesome people here. There's so many flavors that you can sample right within your own country. And I, I love the ability to do that. I think it's really, really fun. Um, Michaela, I want to... There's so there's so much that I want to get to today, but I want to start... Um, I'm most excited to hear um, your story about concussion, get, having a concussion. Did you have one or multiple?
2: So I've actually had seven.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Gosh. I've had <laughs>
2: seven concussions. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. So, like, what was the worst one? Let's just go there. Yeah, 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 let's just <laughs> okay. go to the bottom of
2: the... Yeah, yeah. So I think the worst... I, I can't even... Ca- you can't categorize them because... Each one has come with different. I always say that its challenges are gifts in disguise. Yes, you, you have yes. to find the advantage in things, um, or else it's kind of just it is what it is. It's not good. It's not bad. You have to find out whatever that experience means to you means. So I always find the advantage in it. But that the one that I think would be the one that was the most challenging was the sixth one. So that one was a six-year recovery
1: process. Yeah, I believe that. So um, my mom... Yeah, I would say still, she's, she's mostly over one, but I would say, I think it was maybe six years ago that yeah. she, she got it and she's still dealing with um, some remnants of it. Both of my sisters were uh, high-level gymnasts. And so wow. they both uh, incurred some pretty serious concussions. Yeah. I remember there was one uh, ambulance ride my father took to the hospital with my older sister, Asia, And she would ask my dad the same question every 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah. Like, what day is it? Where are we? What's going on? Like, just yeah. had no. So, we uh, we we're experienced. Our we're, we have experienced concussions in in our family. So, yeah. I'm very interested to hear about your journey. Um, what was it like? What was it like?
2: Well, it's I can definitely, uh, with regards to what Aisha experienced, I've experienced something similar. It's very interesting, and actually, just to. Try to explain it so that it can be understood what it feels like is essentially if you, you don't always forget things, um, but it is a common thing that happens. If you do, in my experience, how it's felt is that you're kind of, you are conscious and you have awareness, but you aren't exactly certain what's happened in the past and you're not exactly certain what's happening in the future. So you're really just awake,
0: Hmm. which
2: can actually be, If you're okay and comfortable, for me, the first time that happened, yes, it was quite frightening.
0: But but if you've
2: experienced that and you understand, okay, this is what's happening and it's fine. So I automatically knew. I was like, okay, it's all, it's going to be okay. And in this moment, I'm just right here and I'm awake and I'm going to act of my own free will the best that I can. Um, But that's kind of what it feels like. So it is an interesting thing. It's kind of like having a full memory wipe temporarily and you just have, yeah, you just have your own spirit kind of. Wow. So that's kind of what that feels like.
1: Um, Very strange.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's a very, it's a very strange thing. I've never heard it described that way. That's a really good description. Like I don't, I never really understood. I'm like, what is this concussion thing like?
2: I think it's different for everyone, but in the, in the stance that you do forget, that's kind of what it feels like. Um, and for me, I've been blessed. That's all just being temporary.
1: That's feeling. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so seven, seven of them. Why so, so many? Yeah. Yeah. What happened?
0: <laughs> they are were you, They were actually- clumsy. Or- <laughs> 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 Have you just been falling no. a lot? Or-
2: they. I think they've all been from different, different things. I'm also, I'm also, since this is a podcast, you can't tell, but I'm like perfect elbow height. Like I'm five, oh, <laughs> five, three. No. Yeah. 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 So the, the most, the one that was the one that I described as the most challenging actually was just a fluke elbow to the back of the head from a very tall guy. Wow. Um, <laughs> so it was an axi- pure accident, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fascinating. Do you feel... Because I wouldn't classify that sort of an event as the kind of event that would be likely to give someone a concussion. Do yeah. you feel like... He was very he was very excited. It, ha- oh, it, no. it might have been at a concert. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. What concert?
2: <laughs> it was... Um, it, I don't even remember. It was just a you small got a concussion.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. it was just, it, I think
2: it was, it was just a small, a small band. And I was there with my cousins and family and we were in BC and
1: it happened. Right. Yeah. So do you feel like, um, I, I think people talk about the more concussions you get, the more prone you are to getting concussions. Yes. Do you feel like you would have gotten a concussion from that event? Had you not suffered at that point, five other concussions?
2: I mean, it was pretty hard. (laughs) Fair enough. So, so I, you know what? I can't say. I have no idea what would have happened, but I actually am so, in reflection, I feel very blessed that it did happen because that experience was what you take. It's what you take from. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, what did what did you take from
0: it? What did you What did you learn?
2: I think. Well, over the over the six years of having it, it's kind of like. Similarly to how a movie has different themes it's kind of like man versus nature or man versus himself or um resilience or any of the like, transformation whatever you take from that movie and so you kind of you kind of have to take those situations and create your own character from them so I
1: love you, you that. kind yeah. of like yeah. take
2: your own free will in your hands and you decide that it's not, it's not up to the circumstance. It's up to you what you make of it.
0: It's personal responsibility. It
2: is. Yeah. So
0: not feeling sorry for yourself.
2: Yeah. And so if you, if you wake up every day and you are aware that there is this, what you perceive as a challenge, it's actually also an opportunity. So the ability to take that, view and apply it to anything. I'm not sure if I would have had that perspective had I not had to wake up with that, um, with the concussion for so long.
1: I love that. Um, so let's talk the, the road to recovery. So day one after the concussion, where, where do you start?
2: Well, I wake up in BC and then go on a two-week road trip with my family doing all of the adventurous activities. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> which um, which actually, it was wonderful. And it was, my family was very understanding and it was fun. But immediately thereafter, it was like, okay, let's go get everything, um, everything checked out. And the The checking out part uh, from doctors is always interesting. I don't. I'm not particularly one that likes to have other people tell me what's possible. Right. Um, in right. terms, and I don't think anyone should go purely off of anyone's advice except what you feel is right. So a lot of doctors had predicted that I wouldn't graduate or that wow. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing sports again and that that was just how it was going to be. But I don't, I, I think that it's very important for everyone, whoever you are, do whatever you do um, to only, you know, what, mm-hmm. what you can do. So the recovery was, it felt like a lot of that, but that was also a blessing because you get so in touch with what you know is possible for you. That you are the one that is choosing.
0: You overcome that idea that someone else can dictate your your own destiny, right?
2: Yeah, I think I think that's such a theme for everyone, isn't it? It's kind of like you are the you are the maker of your own of your reality. We're you
0: you know one of the oldest myths out there is that we're you know made in the image of God, and what is God a creator, right? So if we're in the image of God, what are we? We're creators, right? Yeah,
2: that's very wise. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so
1: you went on this two week road trip. I did. Um, <laughs>
2: Zach's probably- reining us back in from <laughs> yeah, our universe. Come back yet, come back <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to the
1: universe eventually. <laughs> um, so you went on this two week trip, maybe not a good idea, but I'm sure you had a great time. Um, what are the challenges you faced in your recovery and how did you overcome them?
2: Uh, in which, in which portion of the, of so the you, duration? you mentioned
1: a six year recovery from yeah, this concussion. Yeah. Uh, for the people who don't understand them, why mm-hmm. so long and what were the challenges that you faced? Okay, so
2: I can't, I can't explain exactly why it took the six years, but I do know that every single moment of that was necessary. And every day when you wake up, you're kind of, you're exactly where you need to be. So I don't think, I must not have been ready to be to be better you have to you kind of get to a place where it's the second that i felt recovered fully was the second that i stopped trying to be recovered and i just allowed myself to completely be that um and once certain things start happening again and you can really verify kind of like with a thought marker and say yes i have become that i am better it's the the Powerful. You how evidence. you speak you to yourself, evidence. right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, can you repeat the the question yeah, just yeah. So, so that, that uh, I, so, I stay focused on yeah, what you're talking about?
1: Six years uh, of recovery. What were the challenges, and how did you overcome them?
2: I think it comes down to challenge of your own inner screen and what you are telling yourself every day. Mm. Um, I think that's. I think that is honestly the. That was the biggest challenge, but also. So what, also so what were you telling to, yourself every day? Well, I was I was at school, so I was at the University of Guelph, and right. it's just like you're you're presented with situations. So for me, one of the symptoms I experienced was that I couldn't at the beginning I couldn't focus my eyes, so I was hit mm-hmm. at the back of right. at the back of my head, um, which affected the occipital lobe and then therefore my reading abilities. And so this happened right after my first year of school. Um, and so taking notes and having university being a very uh, yeah. word heavy and screen heavy you can't thing. Focus your eyes. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't on my phone very much. I couldn't, I wasn't able to do that. Um, but that, so that challenge was something to overcome and it resulted in basically it was like, okay, go to school, do give my all, focus as best as I can, drive home, sleep. Power naps became totally a thing and I still do them because I believe there's so many physiological benefits to a good power nap. Um, but yeah, so, so that for a while, um, it kind of looked like as well, I couldn't handle bright lights very well. So I would go into a grocery store. Yeah. I'd go into a grocery store, walk around for 30 seconds with my mom and say, I have to go yeah. Lie in the car. So that, of course, I grew up as an athlete too. Your men, you mentioned that your sisters were gymnasts, so mm-hmm. I figure skated
0: Great, and yeah. played
2: soccer, and I loved those things. So I had very strongly identified my, my self-image with being an athlete and mm-hmm. and identifying as well with like just the feeling of feeling capable and feeling confident. Because when you partake in sports, you, you build that and you spend your life building that and knowing yourself in that way. And then when you're suddenly unable to do those things, it's such a, it's such a test. It's such a test of, um, I wouldn't say test, it doesn't have to be serious, but it is, it's a how do you, that's what I mean when I say how do you Speak to yourself, yeah.
0: like a, Well, exactly. Yeah,
2: it's are you gonna? It's like you're gonna. What's rise the story this, you're gonna you know?
0: tell yourself? Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, exactly. It's, it's all in the story. It's, yeah. it's got to be difficult, loving sport and loving movement, and yeah. then being told that you know by doctors that you maybe won't even
0: graduate. Yeah, and
1: you probably weren't playing sports that oh, time. I just that took time. that as a challenge, and <laughs> I was like, okay,
0: all right, sure. <laughs> I, I sometimes it. wonder, like they did that to our cousin Dan. He fell off a ladder and shattered his heel. Oh man! And they're like, this is a life-altering injury. You'll never walk the same again. And he's like. No, I'm going to walk again. Yeah. He's like, Yeah. And he's, he's basically fine a, now. The will, yeah, the will, will is, is a powerful. I think thing. belief is the most powerful thing that yeah. humans do. And, and everyone's like, Oh, that sounds so hokey. I'm like, Think about it this way Imagine just a patch of dirt, and I say, I'm going to build a house there. Yeah. And then what do I do? Eventually, suddenly it's there's a there. house there. That is. Yeah. It's belief. It's just pure belief. Nothing else. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, everything that everything that is here is because someone had a thought about it.
0: Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. And decided to take the action to do it.
2: Yeah. 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 Will yeah. is such a powerful oh, thing. It's
1: not the to be most underestimated. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. 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 You you get to decide, which yeah. is cool. You get to decide what you make of it's your life. Cool. Yeah. I love that freedom.
0: Um, you you don't get to decide necessarily what happens to you, right? But but you get to decide how you respond to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that's the key, right? It's very
2: cool. Cuz anything
0: horrible, I could like get in a car accident and become a, you know, quadriplegic tomorrow and I I don't get to really decide that if I want to, you know, act in the world. There's there's danger. But we do get to decide how we respond to what happens to us.
2: Yeah. And when you just kind of allow yourself to be and you have that trust in yourself, it it everything becomes very easy. Yeah. Right. Well, and so yeah. how did
0: that re- how did that happen for you with with the concussion? Like, was it basically an acceptance? Was it like, okay, I accept that this is how I'm living now?
2: Yeah. I think I think it well, it's tricky. It that was it's tricky too because you that that inner fire in you, that drive in you, that for me, it's maybe part of my personality, but I just wanted to be better so that I could go and do this and go and do that, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the fact that I just had to be forced to be at peace with what was and look at it and say, okay, it's not good, it's not bad, it's not hot, it's not cold, it's, it just is what it is. And if you can look at any situation without placing a filter of your own perception over it, that's, that that's gives how you find you, peace. Yeah, and that's also what gives you the ability to act of your own free will. And like you said, um, it doesn't matter so much what happens. Then you're more so training yourself. You're not training for like one certain event or placing all this pressure on something happening or not. It's that whatever comes, you feel capable of Yeah, it's like managing. instead of
0: uh, instead of trying to... Organize the chaos of the future. I simply say I will organize myself and I will be able to respond to the chaos of the future, right?
2: David. <laughs> <A> smart <laughs> wow, man. Smart man. Smart man. Such a smart man. <laughs> like, I love it.
1: Um, I want to talk nutrition because you mentioned that you were yeah. uh, very much an advocate of, of nutrition. Um, how do you approach eating?
2: How, it has changed. I think for everyone, it's kind of a process with your own, when it comes to your own um, biomechanics, is mm-hmm. exploring it. Like the body is, it's basically a sensory thing for you to experience life in all of its multitudes. And so for me, it's very much about functionality and being very observant about how different things affect my body in different ways. So initially for the, with the recovery is when I really started paying attention to nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that entire process, it kind of, it began really with a passion of bodybuilding. And then, because that was kind of the activity that I was capable of doing, it wasn't very high impact. And it was just an individual, individual yeah. sport oh, that you could kind of gradually build upon.
1: Which allowed um, you with, to stay in sport.
2: Ex- yes, I know. Yeah. Sneaky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
1: have
0: to keep my body
1: going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: you do what you can, right? Yes, and right. it's actually still a passion. Like I'm going to the gym at three. I'm so excited. That's great. Um, but. Yeah, so the the nutrition part kind of aligned with that and so I learned all about the carbs, proteins, fats, experimented with macros and just understanding exactly what fuel would allow my body to perform well but also my brain. Because mm. then at that point with the concussion you have the awareness that your brain health is very important as well. Right.
0: Mm. So, it you want to
2: give yourself it's kind of like with food, you're giving yourself all the building blocks to be able to perform at your optimum capacity for yeah. everything that you do. Yeah, yeah. I
1: love that. So what does your diet consist of?
2: So I really enjoy, uh, I really enjoy making my own recipes and I find I used to do things that were so complicated and I would, I in- really actually enjoy experimenting in that way. But I've also found recently that I'm really into just clean, clean, basic foods with awesome spices, awesome like citrus, like a lemon drizzle on something, um, just very basic, mm-hmm. I find that that really impacts the clarity of mind. Mm-hmm. It really True. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Okay. Now you also, you are asking everyone uh, that comes onto your podcast all kinds of questions and I <laughs> want to make sure that your listeners get to know you a little bit too. So what about you? You mentioned you're really into nutrition yeah. as well.
0: Um, you barely eats.
1: I barely eat. Yeah. Well, so it originated growing up because um, my family has had tons of food allergies. Um, So as I've gotten older, they've for me relaxed. But um, so, like for instance, for a a long number of years, I didn't eat any dairy, any gluten, any wheat. Um, Soy still kills me. Like it'll like destroy me. Gets me too. Except except. Well, here's uh, have you? Can you eat soy sauce?
2: yes but I think it's because soy. it's fermented maybe
1: I don't know I'm not a I'm not it's a scientist <laughs> that is that it's is purely possible. speculative but anyway anytime I get soy I die um so my family was kind of forced into thinking about what we eat in yeah. a very conscious way and so um as I kind of you know I, I got older and I moved out of my parents house I kind of fell back into eating a little bit more relaxed and I found that it didn't treat my body very well so yeah. now um i basically i i basically stick to whole foods. so i eat um meats fruits vegetables rice potatoes and you know spices and everything like that but that's pretty much it and um the most uh recent thing that i've incorporated is the intermittent fasting
2: oh what do um, you think of
1: that i love it so i started um just skipping breakfast uh and that was cool um, at 16 hours of fasting, your body goes into ketosis, which is great yeah. because I tried the keto diet for a while and because the, the keto diet's very heavy in dairy um, and because I don't eat dairy, it was yeah. tough to eat it's keto and, and get yeah. fed. Um, but after 16 hours of fasting, your body goes into ketosis, which is what the keto diet is supposed to do for anyway, you anyway. Yeah. Um So over the course of trying different things, you know, I started with just, um, just breakfast. Now I'm fast, uh, Monday through Friday and I only eat dinner. So I just eat once a day. So I usually go 22, 23 hours without eating Monday through Friday. And I love it because, um, well, because
0: it makes you a lot more efficient
1: it so there's there's a number <laughs> i mean you d- you don't spend time eating which is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's I'm like a, I'm,
0: hours of the day you're saving
1: <laughs> i'm i'm a workaholic so I, I work a lot and um i do find my mental clarity is better off food so when i would yep. eat so when 100%. i would skip, when i would skip breakfast and then eat lunch at work i would find my afternoons a lot less productive and when I then cut out lunch I carried my mental clarity far further out into the afternoon mm. um, and I haven't I haven't done too much
0: reading but there's into it there's just basic biology on this think about it for a moment right like the The hungrier you get, the more your mind should have mental clarity because it's like, okay, we got to find food. Like, well, it's very, you turn into
2: a caveman. You, you know, very very
0: turn, I, I watch it with my dog all the time. The longer that if I don't feed her, like a second time she doesn't have a meal, higher energy, more clarity, more focus. Right? Yeah, that, interesting. It's, it it is a very I, it's, it's basic biology.
1: It is a very yeah. primal um, circuit that's still within our bodies. Um, uh, the the people that I listen to who talk about fasting, they say um, at about three days you begin to um, get a better sense of smell. Your hearing improves. Um, like crazy stuff happens to you. I haven't tried. Fasts I did. A, like I did that. a week
0: once, like a full week of just water, and it was one of the craziest experiences. Your mind, be, you realize how obsessed you are with food. Like that, basically, as humans, we worship food. It's just yeah. that we have enough of it now to to take that away. But as soon as it's gone. You become consumed by it, like it's all you think about. It's all you want to think about. It's all you care about. And, and this is why I mean, Auden said, "Hunger leaves allows no choice for the citizen or the police." Right? Like, yeah. 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 Like it's fundamentally, if we don't, it, <laughs> we don't realize what poverty's like. A lot of us. Sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, I mean, we grew up like probably like lower middle class, but like really real poverty. Like that you're hungry all the time.
1: Yeah, and that's something that I had to learn through fasting. It's okay, it's okay to be, to be hungry. hungry. Yes. Like just because you're hungry doesn't mean that you need to eat. It might even be good not to eat. Um, and so fasting has tons of benefits. Uh, the mental clarity is great, but I, I don't. Uh, this is funny saying to a bodybuilder, but I don't incorporate a (laughs) lot of fitness into my day-to-day. I spend a lot of time sitting. I usually do eight to 10 hour days at the studio and I'm sitting at the studio and then it's a 40 minute drive to and from the studio and I'm sitting in my car. So I do a lot of sitting. So just as a practical element, only eating one meal a day during the week helps me not get fat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair,
1: fair. Um, But I actually had a question for you then. Sure. Um, as a bodybuilder, what's so how often are you at the gym? What is your fitness routine? Tell us about that.
2: Okay. So I definitely, I love, I love the bodybuilding part still because it's such a focus of energy into one specific thing. It's very much the mind muscle. And it's also very much as you were talking about mental clarity. It's a time where you just i think it the mental clarity aspect can be carried out all day um but when you're in the gym and you're focusing on a specific muscle group for example it's literally just you are placing your attention purely on exactly what you're doing or else it's just there's no efficiency to it like you might as well not yeah. be not be training if you don't have like an intent behind it so i love the intention that comes with it and the The passion that you have to pour into it, not necessarily like we were talking about earlier, trying versus being. It's not like a you're trying really hard. It's like a I am so focused, Mm -hmm. like you know what? It's the same as when you get into the zone and you're you're mixing something and you're just right there. You have full control over your attention and you're just alive doing it. It's a
1: flow state. So
2: yeah, it's a flow state, and that's why what I love so much about it. I'm just going to put down this wonderful coffee that Zach gave me in his (laughs) Red Rocks pottery mug.
1: I like that mug.
2: I like that mug too. It's awesome. Um, Mugs with character are the best. Yes. Yes. So currently the training that I am enjoying, it's a, I actually train, I love training every day. I know you're supposed to take a rest day, but Mm -hmm. honestly, for me, I also I didn't mention it but I had spent a year to 2 years like somewhere in that range um just lying in my bed like I couldn't really yeah, do Yeah my mom was yeah. the same way Yeah I couldn't really do physically very much um until I decided that it just wasn't going to fly anymore and I started kind of just doing starting even with like 30 second increments on the treadmill um until you can build up Wow yeah Yeah um so anyway now it's I just every day that I can go I will go because I feel so blessed to have a body to move.
0: Because it's a privilege. Right. It's such a, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Like it's good right like, there. That
2: thank is you. truth. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is kind of like your exploratory Vessel. vessel. Yeah, like yeah, why, why are you not
0: treating it well, folks? So, <laughs> so
2: I love going every day. I know you're supposed to take a rest day, but then I do push-pull legs, uh, push-pull legs, and I just repeat that. Because the 48... 48- push-pull legs. Yeah.
1: Explain that in more okay.
2: detail. sure. So... Basically, uh, push muscles would be anything like if you imagine and you put your hands up and then you p- were to get push against a wall. Just for example, you would use your triceps, your chest, and your shoulders. Yeah. So those that would be those muscle. Groups push would, would include would be a push day, yeah, and then a pull would be back and biceps because say yeah. that you're pulling that amp in the corner and you're pulling it towards you, you're going to use your biceps and your back, and then the um, the amount of time in between. So if you do the split, the push pull legs, i found that's been working really well for me, uh, just for recovery purposes, giving each Gives of the muscles. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: That's okay. Um, what about your core then? Where does that fall into? those three days
2: usually i will i find that if i am fully engaged in every exercise that i do every exercise requires you to have a stable core yeah so i don't i don't isolate core per se um sometimes sometimes if i feel like it i might toss in an exercise but if you're if you're doing a squat or you're doing um like a bench press or something you your core need to, is being you need to have activated. A, yeah, yeah, you need to have a strong core, or else you're going to snap in two. So I find it yeah. that it just it gets its work uh, regardless. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, you said something really, really cool about okay. uh the the mind muscle of Ooh, working yes. out. So would you say that you appreciate and enjoy the strengthening of your mind through exercise as yes. much as you do the body? Yes. Dive into that. So Yeah, um, for, I want to hear more about have For people that. Who, have, who, have, who have worked out, well, I mean, I think everyone has worked out, but people who work <laughs> out consistently, um, I, I, I think she touched on something really, really cool. There's a lot, it has a lot to do with your mind and you kind yeah. of get to decide how far you're going to push your body and your body has more to give you than what your mind wants to let loose. Yeah. So talk about that sort of play and, and training your mind.
2: Okay. I... Oh, there's so much. There's so much that you could get into with that. First of all, I think choosing, and you guys will like this because you like music. But I think, I think choosing an appropriate soundtrack for your workout is such a big part of it. Um,
1: Can I say something embarrassing? Please do.
2: Did you last yes, time, <laughs> last time I
1: had a, Last time I had a gym membership, which is a little while ago now. Um, toward the end of it, the only song I could work out to. Was Wolves by Selena Gomez. And I it would gets just. very and,
2: specific. Yeah. And you start I would just wander the whole time. Would,
1: the whole time. They and have different just,
2: beats per minute. And you I would have just to wander works, around yeah.
1: to the gym hoping no one could hear my headphones because I was only <laughs> listening to one song.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> I go through those phases too. Like there's a song called St. Elmo's Fire. And for such a long time, it was like, got St. Elmo's Fire burning in me. And you get to the point where you. It you you come to a place where it doesn't feel like it's you and it's not like a forced effort, but all you're doing is you're focusing your attention on on the certain place, and it's not like you actually. It's very interesting because it when you have that connection to the muscle, you don't actually have to exert so much. I think it, in the present moment, you would call it just petty intention. So like that inner intention and then you're trying so hard, like just, but something with your breath, something larger happens and all you need to do is really focus your attention on it and f- feel the muscle. Like you feel yeah. it working, you feel it, you feel it burning and you touched on something too with the with the single song and the beats per minute and actually just having that consistency, like a a. St- control, a certain control over your breath um, and a certain control over your movement and a certain focus that you can't have if you're having an inner monologue about anything else.
0: Right. So it's almost, it's a meditation. 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And actually, my one of my friends is also, in, one of my best friends is into bodybuilding too. He always says that he worships at the Iron Temple. <laughs> 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 and I, that, he, I only for the very first time now it. understand what, what he meant. What you just described is you have to empty your mind and Kierkegaard said, purity of heart is to will one thing. I
2: love your quotes.
1: <laughs> They're great. David reads a lot of books. Yeah, that's true to me, probably.
0: <laughs> I would not say that. <laughs>
2: David, give everybody a book to read.
0: Right now? Yeah. Well, I think the one that the most important book that anyone could read right now is Zero to One. Mm. By Peter, one. Thiel. Peter Thiel, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because we've lost, as a society, we're, we're just lost. We're... we're Utterly utterly lost, and, and if we can't figure out how to start innovating, then the human experiment ends.
1: <laughs> I don't think the human experiment's going to end
0: <laughs> it, I, I think so i think uh, I think there's i mean the number of ways that we can destroy ourselves right now has never been higher, right sure. Nuclear war and, and 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 I'm not saying that we would that humanity would end you know we would we would descend into another dark age and we would have to spend a long time getting civilization back right.
2: I think it's, I think it's what we are as a race placing our attention on in terms of what development actually is.
0: Yes, it's like it's, it's well, belief, that's very interesting. Believe yeah, it's focus. Yes, it's
2: dive,
1: just dive into that more. What do you mean by that?
2: About um, yeah, I think it's really in every moment we're standing, like you're standing at the frontier of this moment right now. I think there is such opportunity if we look at, at development with different standards and different normals for example harmony with one another understanding one another mm-hmm. um, and basically to summarize unity consciousness just having that awareness that it's actually you're not we're you're not, not separate in this from, alone we're not separate from each other no. and and there needs <laughs> we to, just stop
0: pretending we are
2: there just needs, yeah, there just needs to be, um, yeah, I think more focus on development, not per se against anyone, not per se in comp- competitive ways, um, but rather rising together. Um, yeah, Finding
1: ways to help each other.
2: Finding ways to help each other. One
1: of my favorite, so uh, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, one of the chapters oh, yeah. is um, assume the person you're talking to knows something you don't.
0: yeah. And I think and
1: everyone does. And it was funny. Um, I was reading the book on tour, and I was reading that chapter, and I was like, "That's an interesting idea." Yeah. And then I, uh, we were in a casino, and I went down to one of the bars to uh, eat chicken wings because I'm obs- obsessed with chicken wings, <laughs> and uh, I can eat chicken wings because it's just me, <laughs> 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 and it doesn't give me an allergic reaction. Right. But yeah. I was reading, I was reading that chapter, and. Um, I ran into someone at the bar and I was like, I'm just going to talk to this person and carry that mentality into this conversation. And now we're friends. And yeah. I, I love the dude. I respect him. Um, I think he's awesome. And I wouldn't have had that experience without just deciding that I was going to listen to another person yeah. for, for what they were. And I think not a lot of people or not enough people are doing that, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Actually, I think that's really is the the social media problem is it's all about broadcasting. It's all about yeah. saying, look at me, look at me, look at me instead of instead of going out there. And then when we listen, it becomes we're listening to the false broadcast of what other people are giving us, right? Instead of maybe we should really actually just genuinely instead of saying, oh, I hate that thing or I hate that person or that's wrong or that's an injustice. We say, why is that person doing that? Maybe we try to understand one another. Because think, it makes yeah. sense to them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, well, I believe it was... Abraham Lincoln, who said that, or I think it's Abraham Lincoln.
0: Well, we perhaps. Can find <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Said,
2: I don't like that man. I must get to know him better.
0: Yes. Oh, I think it yeah, was, Lincoln. was. Yeah. 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 Oh.
2: I, so it, I think it really just comes down to that. And like we were talking about before, it's not. That anything, everything just is. It's not that it's good or bad. You just don't. When you listen to someone, and we, we just don't place a filter of our own experiences morality. Yeah, over we it. have, yes. but it's it's just a genuine. This is this person is the same as. Like you go into a forest of trees. You don't judge any of the trees. You just look at them in marvel and you enjoy them. And
0: accept them as they are. You
2: accept them as they are. Like it's. You, it's, you,
0: You observe them and soak in, like you said, just the pure reality of it.
2: Yeah. So you do that when you listen to someone too. And you just enjoy them for exactly what they are. I think that's really something that...
0: That is that is part of the Canadian story. Like you said at the very beginning, yeah. that's what you love about Canada. I do it's love like, that. We I kind of do do, do do that. Sometimes we fail at it, but but not that much. We're imperfect,
1: but yes. we, we, we do a good job of it. And I, I do love that about our country. I yeah. really do. Um, Really quickly, before we wrap up, I wanted to touch on your music. Tell me about your music. You just put another song out.
2: Yeah, my brother and I just released our second song, which is called Unfiltered. And we carry a lot of actually what we talked about today into our music. So the idea of harmony and unity and just, yeah, celebrating one another. So our music is always done with with that intent.
1: We are really excited about it. That's cool. And where can people find your music?
2: They can find it on Spotify under the name Michaela and Alex.
1: That's sweet. Michaela and Alex, there you go. (laughs) That's a good name. (laughs) Straightforward and easy to remember. Yeah. Um, so what what's the plan with that project? Are you guys working on more music? Are you doing more songs?
2: Yes. Yes. So we actually we had our first band. We wrote our first song in the backseat of a car. During a road trip, right? Yep. yep. Uh, I believe the song's title was "The Power of Rock," and it was followed closely thereafter by our second song, "Code Red." <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so,
2: um, yeah, we heavily influenced by things like Guitar Hero and Rock Bon Jovi, Rush, yep. all yep. of that good stuff. Just um, the good
0: old classic yeah. rock and roll. <laughs>
2: exactly. Uh, our dad actually used to drive us to German school on Saturday mornings, and. Would would play us different CDs um, and ask us to name the album name the name of the song name of the artist the whole thing just by hearing it so I think that was kind of one both of
0: us started to love yeah it, and it yeah. was like
2: a collective it was something that the two of us really shared and enjoyed together so now both of us have kind of gone on our own paths and our own journeys but that common Love and root of the music's is very strong and still exists, and we thought, why not? Why not just why not? do something with it? Um, and Alex is Alex is quite incredible as you guys connected over over yeah. his music, yeah. Um, over your, both of your music, both yeah, of very, your music. He's very talented. He's yeah. So the songs are really interesting because we have tried to interweave a pop feel with some of those classic rock elements like unfiltered has a mini guitar solo at 2 minutes and 22 seconds.
0: <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Wow. That, that's precision folks. I, uh, that, that's I, attention to detail. I only know
2: the exact time my my Omi asked me so no.
0: it's so, so
1: like
2: when's the guitar solo?
1: Um who played yeah. it?
2: Oh, my brother played it. Nice. Good yes, for him. yeah, he was the one on expert on guitar hero. Right. I was always on a right medium.
0: <laughs> I was never very good at a guitar hero either. It's yeah. a
2: craft.
0: Yeah, it oh, is. It, it it's you craft. Know.
2: Brian over there is nodding his head. He knows. <laughs> he He's like know. I played guitar hero. Brian Brian, gets Brian knows. It. Yeah. Um,
1: Really quickly, I wanna what's German school like? So you were oh. you were Miss Oktoberfest, right? <laughs> yes, in twenty seventeen. I was
2: Miss Oktoberfest. Um
1: yeah, so what was that like and what is German school like?
2: Okay. Well, I will begin with German school. Basically, all your friends on Saturday mornings are watching cartoons and you are being driven to sit in German school. And learn German. Um, <laughs> yeah, and learn German, but now I'm so I'm incredibly grateful that my parents sent me to do that mm. because we've actually... My brother and I have toured in Europe. Um, it was for a cool. dance and music tour. Um, and the ability to actually communicate was quite, Was very yeah. helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, German school, you know what? I actually... And I still am friends with the people I went to school with. So that was, it's kind of like you you go in the morning, you learn the language, um, you practice it all week, you do your homework. So it's very similar to normal school just learning just another in language, German. basically. Yeah. Yeah, I guess.
0: Language school more than anything. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And then sometimes you would also get a pretzel. So I
0: mean. Oh, wow. Awesome. Like, well, that's great. Those are the great days. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would forsake
1: pretty much any time my uh, avoidance of wheat to eat a good German pretzel
0: yeah yes yeah. it's just good
1: stuff I still <laughs> so, like sometimes
0: him. you just gotta suffer
1: through it <laughs> yeah. for the yeah. experience like right? with the
2: salt on it uh, oh
1: I love salt like a good coarse
2: <laughs> salt is wonderful a good coarse salt yeah. I enjoy salt as well Yes. Yeah. The, the,
1: bigger, yeah. the bigger the <laughs> grain the better <laughs> that's
2: that's such a good motto actually I, it's I, I, very which
0: true which is why a lot of giant salt <laughs> which <laughs> salt. is why you have the, the largest Himalayan sea yes. salt on the
2: planet in your in oh, your is, office
0: it's the biggest one I've seen for sure it is
2: it's my quite majestic my I love wife it. showed
1: up with it and was like I didn't know they made them that big, big.
0: <laughs> I am so
2: glad they do because yeah. that thing is epic it is yeah it is And then we need now. to get a
0: picture of that for the audience yeah I'll, I'll post <laughs> one <laughs> I
2: think with the just for comparison and for size with your head beside it because it's really the salt lamp is it's a marvel
0: <laughs> it is it's yeah. bigger it's than my head it's, it's bigger you. than his head <laughs> it yeah. is
2: yeah.
1: and I have a big head <laughs> 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 um okay that's great uh so miss october or yeah, yeah miss october fest yeah
2: that that was quite i don't know where else you would find an experience like that because is this
0: in germany
2: no this oh. was here so, in kitchener waterloo and kitchener
1: waterloo okay. if i'm correct is the largest Oktoberfest fest Outside of Germany yes. itself, yeah, that's not? correct.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: and you were and you were Miss October festival yeah. so how did the, how did this happen? I was. Well, did, 800- is it a competition? Do you have to apply?
2: Yes. So. I had been in a German dance group, actually the same one that my parents met in. Oh um, wow! Yeah, oh, that's for, cool. that it is a family cool.
0: tradition. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So they met in this dance group, and my brother and I then joined the dance group. I was in grade eleven when we joined, so I had been doing that, and that includes performing at Oktoberfest. So basically, you rent a bus, we travel around all the different halls, put give the music to the um, to the sound. Uh, to the sound crew and they play it we perform and we hop on the bus and go to the next place so i loved that i love that aspect so much and i love i think what i loved most about oktoberfest in that sense is just it doesn't matter like we were talking about with human connection you leave strangers as family. Like, you, it doesn't matter yeah. who they are. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where they came mm-hmm. from. 800,000 people come to Oktoberfest every year. And it doesn't matter where you're from because... They're in, all your friends. Yeah, because at that moment, they're all your friends. And I don't even drink. I just sincerely love the human... Like, right. I love meeting right. the people. So I had that sincere enjoyment of it and then decided I would... Tried to, I would go for Miss Oktoberfest, um, which was more like it wasn't really a pageant. I think there's there's a misconception that it's a pageant, but it was more so an ambassador role, which was oh, like yeah. a promoter. Yeah. So I, I would go around and actually had the chance, since this is a Canadian story podcast, yes, yes. <laughs> had the opportunity to attend a Canadian citizenship ceremony during
0: right, that, yeah, yeah, what, that. Right. Yeah.
2: What's that like? That was something. Oh, that, I can't even describe what that felt like because to be able to go somewhere, there was a rocky, like a one of the royal... Um, uh, Canadian police yep, was yep. there. Um, and and you just... It was in a little school. And all of these people who were about to become part of the Canadian family were there. And so there were people of all ages and people from all backgrounds. And yeah, they from had, everywhere. Yeah, so it was all the people who had just moved to Kitchener-Waterloo and they were about to become um, part officially part of the Canadian family. And to to be part of welcoming them and to make sure they knew that they belonged. That was really cool. That was, that's
0: the Canadian story. That was,
2: (laughs) that's the, that's the Canadian story there, but it does, it shouldn't have to end at a, at a citizenship ceremony. No, It carries through in, in all of, in every one of our interactions. And I think that's, yeah, that's part of our responsibility as a human race is just to make sure everyone feels that
1: belonging all the time. I love that. That's amazing thank you I think that's a great spot to call it. that is <laughs> yeah, a good spot to call, there yeah. it is right Michaela thank you so much uh, for, you for your time thank me. you for coming on
0: our this podcast this was
2: great yeah, I really no. enjoyed I really enjoyed talking with you too uh, yeah
0: it's, it's uh, w- I mean we, we have the best job in the world we it's do like-
2: you really do and you live in this Spanish cavern no you don't
0: live here sometimes it
1: feels Does like it- I live here <laughs> but this, w-
2: this wouldn't be the worst place to live it's pretty sweet
1: I enjoy it really wouldn't well thank you so much for your time thank you for coming on the podcast we appreciate do you? Me. Uh, do you have anything you want? Anything uh, you want to leave the listeners with? Where do we? Where do we find you online?
2: Oh, you can find uh, my Instagram is at Michaela Emmerich And oh, I said
1: your name wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, I said it's Emmerich. okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. It's German. I'm a quarter German too. I should know that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Gerber. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I think. I think it really just comes down to be kind to one another everyone knows that but it's it's the simplest thing and it's, well
0: it's it, everyone knows it but maybe we should start doing it more
2: yeah yeah
0: intentionally doing it yeah
2: yeah we're all in this together yeah i love that
0: thank you for listening to the canadian story you can find us on instagram and twitter at the cad story that's the cad story if you enjoy this podcast please share it with your friends and family Let's work together to remind Canadians how great their country is.